0: Welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Joining us now, Vice President of Fertilizer at Stone X, Josh Linville is with us. Josh, great to catch up with you again, sir. How are you?
1: Hey, I'm doing pretty well.
0: Well, I always appreciate you taking a little bit of time to join us here on the program. Josh, uh, got a lot going on in the world of fertilizer. I want to start with uh, this case uh, with the ITC rejecting this anti-dumping duty uh, for Trinidad, Tobago, and Russian-produced UAN imports. And you know, I know this is a case that uh, came as a surprise to many that it was rejected. And I know a lot of groups, uh, a lot of farmers, coming out and saying that it's going to be helpful for them. What what is your take on on this news that we got earlier this week, Josh?
1: Yeah, shocking is probably the radio version that we can put on here. Uh, what people had to say when they found out, a little more detailed, but yeah, it was a surprise to the system, right? This, uh, When you look at the history of these cases, it is not very often that you get to this point, the very end of the case, and get a no vote because they've gone through and they said, yes, we feel there's enough information here to look into it. We feel that, hey, there's enough information here to support these duty rates, which they did come up with, just to get to the very end and vote no. Uh, it, that is just not something that happens often. We had theorized we thought there was a better chance, but still, if I'm being truthful, never fully expected this to happen. So what this ultimately means is that we now start having imports come back to the U.S. marketplace for UAN, uh, coming back from Trinidad, coming back from Russia. Looking historically in the last several years before this case was filed, those two countries alone accounted for about 80% of the UAN imports into the US market. So you add those imports back in, and we're talking millions of tons, that's more competition.
0: Well, more more
1: competition is, you know, lower prices, hopefully.
0: Exactly. That's what I was going to say. More competition hopefully equals lower prices. And and here at Retail Fertilizer Trends, we've been seeing them continue to slowly tick their way lower the last couple of weeks. Uh, Talk about what you're seeing here in the U.S. right now when it comes to our fertilizer trends. What are you seeing at the Gulf? Are are we going to continue to see the slow decline in prices, do you think?
1: Well, it's it's really, really tough to call. And I've been giving uh, several presentations while I've been up here at the Ag in Motion conference. And one of my prevailing themes is that I don't know. And I'm not trying to do that to give a political answer and not give a firm idea. Um, it's simply that a lot of these factors that I am really, really scared of are overseas. They are not based here in the U.S. They're not based here in North America. And not only are they overseas-based, it has a lot of government intervention in it. So if we didn't have this international stuff going on, I'd be sitting here telling you, yes, very clearly, I believe prices are going to continue to go down. I'm fairly confident of it. There's no reason to panic.
0: Well, but Josh, yeah. Sorry, go
1: ahead. I was, I was going to say, yeah, the one thing that I'm worried about on the nitrogen side, and the reason you won't hear me say a firm point of view, is I'm still worried about the European natural gas situation. If Russia decides to cut that further or if prices continue to go up, we start seeing production plants go down over there. You will see a floor set in this, uh, this nitrogen sector price very, very quickly and probably start to see prices rally pretty hard afterwards.
0: Well, I know you mentioned uh, Russia with uh, that uh, Nord Stream 1 pipeline. I know that they reopened it still at 40%, but there, that's a slippery slope if that gets cut back here. Uh, you know, I would agree with you. There's a lot of worry there, uh, especially as we start to head into this fall and, and we look at you know the potential out there that we might be drying quite a bit of this year's crop just to, if we're okay. taking it out of the field early. So I know natural gas price prices are going to be really top of mind and probably a concern for farmers here the next couple of months.
1: Well, they agree. Um, When you go over to Europe, when you put yourself, I always try to do this, put myself in the point of view of the person that's actually in charge of it. So put yourself in the shoes of Putin. The war is definitely not going like you thought it would. If thing is strung out, you're not exactly taking up ground like you thought you might. But you have figured out you have got a major weapon with this natural gas supply going to Europe. If you cut it back, you hurt the people. You hurt the people, you put pressure on the government. So you've got to believe he is looking at that just as much as we're sitting here talking about that today. And, yeah, again, we're part of a world market. That is something that's going to affect us here at home because we're obviously going to be shipping product over there. as an arbitrage opportunity, raising our pricing. You're absolutely right. The crop went in late. Uh, That's something we've been worried about more from a fertilizer standpoint because – You know, a late planting, does that mean a late harvest, which means a shorter fall application window? But yeah, a farmer's looking at it from the perspective of what's my gas going to cost me to dry this corn down?
0: Well, in a shorter fall application window, I saw a recent poll from DTN. They were asking farmers what their plans are for fertilizer. You know, With prices falling in recent weeks, were they going to buy soon? Were they going to wait? The top answer was, I'm not going to be purchasing fertilizer anytime soon. Are you hearing that same sentiment from farmers across the country right now? Or are they waiting to see if prices come down further before they lock in some fall needs and and even start thinking about spring of 2021? Uh, 2023.
1: There's a mix out there, but I would say the uh, the biggest group is that group that's in there saying I'm going to sit, I'm going to wait and see what happens. Uh, there's some farmers that are saying today I can purchase the fertilizer. I don't love the price, uh, especially when I look at it versus the grain values, but I can still pencil it out next year at a profit I'm happy with. So I'm going to go ahead with it to make sure my product is sitting there when I'm ready to sell. But a lot more are sitting there taking that approach. And they're saying, I am going to continue to wait until the absolute last minute. And frankly, if that means I've got to switch from being a fall applicator to a spring applicator, so be it. Now, I would advise we need to think through the ramifications of that. Because if enough of the market does it, that it is going to have an effect on pricing, right? That's, that's going to hurt fall demand pretty substantially. But then we've got to pay for those sins. Now, so we've got to worry about getting all this stuff done in the springtime. And that's a short window and can be made shorter by Mother Nature.
0: Very, very true. Josh, great stuff as always. Any other final thoughts you want to share with us before we run out of time today?
1: Just keep your head on a swivel. Uh, Unfortunately, like I said, all these fertilizer products, they are are more government-driven than I can remember any time in history. I mean, like we said, uh, nitrogen is all European natural gas-based, which is being controlled by Russia. Fostate's all about China, and Potash is still about that Belarus-Lithuanian situation. So keep your head on swivel. Volatility, I think, is here to stay.
0: Well, with that, we appreciate the time. As always, Vice President of Fertilizer at StoneX, Josh Linville. Thanks for uh, taking some time out of your busy schedule and uh, joining us here today, Josh, and we'll talk to you again soon.
1: All right, thanks, man. Have a good one.
0: And again, that is Josh Linville, Vice President of Fertilizer at StoneX, joining us to talk about multiple topics, including that uh, ITC case, rejecting those anti-dumping duties against Russia and Trinidad and Tobago for UAN imports. So going to be watching everything very closely moving forward in this fertilizer market, watching to see if prices continue their downtrend, what happens, what is the result of this uh, case from the ITC, and start to see these imports happen again. And a lot of things to be watching very closely, especially as farmers start to consider fall fertilizer needs and spring 2023 fertilizer needs as well. This has been American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.